Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Network. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line. We are live right here on Sports Good on a Thursday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, and of course, by my side, Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are we feeling? Feeling good here on a Thursday. NFL football here in the city of brotherly love as we see the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles take off. Big doings around Major League Baseball. A lot to get to today, Kevin, over the next two hours. No doubt about it. We'll start it off with our seven and seven top headlines here in the world of Major League Baseball. The AL MVP continues to deliver. Hits his 40th home run of the season. And oh, by the way, also went out there and pitched eight innings of one run baseball. What a star is Shohei Otani. No, it certainly was a star. All eyes seemingly on Detroit. Obviously, you have the best player in baseball, Shohei Otani, home ring to get his 40th home run, but also eyes on number 499, hopefully number 500 on Miguel Cabrera. Late in that game, flew out to the wall. So we're still on 500 watch from Miggy, but Shohei Otani, as we like to say, is the show in Major League Baseball. It's an unbelievable season that will be resulting in an AL MVP, but what other benchmarks will he hit? We will discuss speaking of benchmarks how about a cycle in his first four at bats nonetheless for freddie freeman the atlanta braves win again six consecutive for this team sometimes donnie you hate to be right but you've been telling people for a while now that the braves were the nl east best team Yep, Braves are the NL's best or NL East best team. Why is that? Just for consistency, Kevin. You look at that lineup one through eight. They hit better than the Phillies. They hit better than the Mets. And obviously, you don't have to worry about the Marlins and the Nationals at this point. Eleven to nine victory. Good baseball teams do damage against really bad baseball teams. And you're taking a look here at the Atlanta Braves running away now. It seems like in the NL East, maybe it won't even be a race by the time we get to September. Yeah, they continue to become bigger and bigger favorites on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win that division. How about a couple of losing streaks for a couple of top contenders? Lucky for the Astros that their four-game losing skid, though, has lined up now with an exact same mark for the Oakland Athletics. Both teams dropping their games yesterday. Yeah, both teams dropping them 3-2 to two yesterday. If you're taking a look from maybe a strategic standpoint and you say, okay, well, Oakland's losing games, but they're losing at the White Sox, which could be as expected, one of the better teams in Major League Baseball and certainly performing like it. But there's no excuse here for the Astros to be losing continuously against the Kansas City Royals. Lost 3-2 to two yesterday. The offense just not there. Then again, they got 10 hits in the baseball game, but still can't convert. As the time we logged off the air yesterday on In Play Sports Tonight, didn't even have a run on the board through the 6th and the 7th inning. I'm saying to myself, what is going on? They actually took a lead in that game, then relinquished it late. What's going on there with the Astros? doesn't seem like anybody right now wants to win the AL West. Their team total yesterday was 5.5. That is a number that they are just not even approaching whatsoever. I believe they've only hit about two of their last 15 baseball games, and it felt like they were routinely putting up six, seven, eight runs earlier in this season. One more piece of Major League Baseball news here in our top headlines. A salary proposal coming, trying to set a floor for the salary cap, which is something that I know Donnie has been hoping 
that they would do, but also look like they're going to continue to tax your top spenders as it pertains to the Major League Baseball clubs such as the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll bring the radio audience into the fold here. Thanks to all those that are listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on a Thursday morning. Donnie, how do we feel about this salary proposal here for Major League Baseball? Yeah, we're going to get into this a little bit deeper into the show, but just you know, a couple of little quick cliff notes on here. You're taking a look at baseball, right? They're trying to rectify a situation, but it seems like in Major League Baseball, instead of bringing out the water to put the fire out, they throw more gasoline on it. Sounds great, right? Hey, we're going to bring up everybody's payroll to at least $100 million. But if you go over $180, you're going to have to pay a luxury tax that's going to go for the lower-level team so they can afford their $100 million payrolls. It doesn't make any sense, but from a Major League Players Union perspective, there's going to be more money in the pot, and they'll dig that. But again, you should have a salary cap. You should have a salary floor, but you shouldn't penalize the teams that actually want to improve their clubs above that 180 level. Makes no sense to me overall. Today, we start the transition to week two of the NFL preseason. The Eagles and the Patriots will do battle. New England right now, they one and a half point road favorite. Yeah, this will be interesting to see how both of these teams handle this game, too, because as we're used to over the past couple of years, at least decades, four games in the preseason. Nobody really played in game one. Some guys played in game two. A lot more guys played in game three. Nobody played in game four. So how are teams going to treat game two of the preseason? Is this their game three from a year ago or two years ago when we actually had preseason football? So if you read through the notes here of each team and who they're going to play, particularly Andy Reid in Kansas City, you might be able to find some gems here that you can work with. But for the Philadelphia Eagles, what are we looking at tonight? Jalen Hurts, can he play well against the New England Patriots? That's probably the top story here on the card tonight on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, a lot of stuff for that game. We will be breaking it down in its entirety. One more piece of NFL news. You might see that headline there, Washington Presidents. What is this, a Biden update? No, potentially a new football team name. Although, Donnie, I'm sure you believe Washington football team is as bad as it can get. They sent out their final eight names that they're going to be choosing from. The early line this morning is a two-hour show, Monday through Friday. It could be a four-hour show just going over the Washington football team and why it doesn't make sense that you don't have a nickname. But we can't run the show that way, Kevin, and just talk about this the entire way. Or can we? Well, certainly give it a test, I think, coming around when we get to hot or not. Last piece of headline news here, and we will transition, breaking it down. The Northern Trust set to tee off this morning, about 10 or so minutes. Some closing FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost that we want to bring up here for you, give you an idea about that course from our guy Dubs, and also a high-level golfer pulled out this morning. We'll break it down on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.
right, we are back right here on the early line, and I want to let people know that the Northern Trust is about to tee off. 720 here, everything's still live. Rom is your favorite at plus 900. Jordan Spieth is 14-1. A couple of updates that we're going to bring you, but first, I want to start it off with a course preview here. Last bit of information to get some of your final wagers in before this round one officially gets underway. Let's turn it over to Dubs Anderson for a course preview. This week on the PGA Tour, we have week one of the FedEx Cup playoff race with the Northern Trust team off over at Liberty National. The next three weeks, three very big events in the golf world. Play well this week, progress your season. Underperform, your season could be over. There's $15 million up for grabs in three weeks' time, so these guys know they need to have a good week. Colin Murakawa comes in here as your points leader, closely followed by Spieth and Cantlay. We've now got 125 players locked for this playoff race, and this is the who's who of golf. These guys come in here loaded with four. Louis Oosthuizen is the only headliner who won't be playing this week at Liberty National. But other than that, we've got a great field teeing it up. And this is the last tournament where we'll see a cut. Next week, it drops to 70. Week following, down to 34, that tour championship. So these guys know it's all on the line this weekend. Liberty National, look at this golf course. It's an absolute peach. Nestled up against the Hudson River. NYC as your backdrop. Somebody tell Jay-Z the golf is in town this week. It's a par 71, 7,400 yards. We've got some longer par fours this week. Week. The guys will be tested. We look back to 2019 when we last played this one here. Patrick Reed was your winner. Dustin Johnson was your leader after 36 holes. So that's the kind of guys we're looking for. Reed had the blueprint. A good short game and keep it in play. We're going to see deeper rough this week. The wind coming off the Hudson. So you need a bit of golf IQ, a bit of smarts, a bit of knowledge. And with that, I favor experience. And the key stats I'm looking at, strokes gain approach, you need good iron play to give yourself a couple of looks, especially the greens are a bit small this week. But look, when you get longer par fours don't gravitate towards the longer hitters greens and regulation goes down so what do we need you need good short game strokes gain around the greens scrambling that's going to be critical for me this week strokes gain around the greens and strokes gain on approach they're my two key stats to have a good week this week and look there's a lot riding on this one this is chess not checkers so i'm going to favor a bit more experience and guys higher up this board because they know how to get themselves into contention in these big events like we're going to see here at the northern trust but do yourself a favor keep it locked here on the sports grid we're talking about the fedex cup playoffs for the next three weeks and this is sport at its best this is the playoffs and this is what it's all about let's have ourselves a week doves as always very fired up now i know the most important thing he said there donnie is that this is the last week for a little bit where there's a cut which is of course incredibly uh. important so you can get your make the cut parlay boost yeah, absolutely. And we are parlaying that today, so to speak, because we have some really good golfers here just to play average golf, as we like to say here, Kevin Kepka, Thomas, and Finau, just to make the cut. That sits at a plus 140 number. Nice little odds boost. These are the ones that we wait for here. And by the way, this is a local course, technically, Kevin, for just outside New York City. So maybe if we need a little bit of a cheering section, maybe a gallery over there, Kevin, after the show, you can walk over and say, hey, you know what? Jordan Spieth. Let's go, buddy. Need a par on this hole. Need a birdie on this hole. But also keep an eye on the cut line. Great golf course here. Great golfers in action. I'm looking forward to an exciting weekend here and also catching mm -hmm. some of those FanDuel odds boosts. And also, just want to bring up a new odds boost yesterday. It is now off of the board, but some big news around Jordan Spieth signing a deal, becoming a partner with FanDuel. Just like myself and Donnie, a FanDuel-sponsored athlete is certainly what I like to describe myself as. But there's an, a tremendous boost, and I hope a lot of people are in on this one. Speed to shoot par or better in the opening round of the Northern Trust was minus 200. Now even money. Two great boosts on this tournament. Last piece of news here from the Northern Trust. Patrick Reed did have to withdraw this morning due to an ankle injury. So Patrick Reed out at the Northern Trust. Big update there. One of the guys who's certainly well-known on tour. I know, you know, plays a little bit of that heel character. So an important update there. All right, that'll do it for your Northern Trust preview. Let's talk some Major League Baseball. A, a monster day in Major League. There's so much happening on a daily basis, it feels like. Results that are surprising. Results that feel like they are ruining seasons, saving seasons, inopportune times. I think we will start things off, though, Donnie, with the AL West. Because the Astros and the Athletics now both find themselves on four-game losing streaks here. 
Oakland, you're going to Chicago. Okay, maybe you can forgive it. I have no idea what happened to the Astros. Offense, they yesterday popped up a live team total of one and a half. It doesn't look like Donnie would have bet that with my money. I know it got there, but that's how bad that team is playing right now. Astros still hold a two and a half game lead, but boy, neither one of these teams are putting up the kind of results that you want to see as we're getting close to September. Yeah, from an Astros perspective here, again, getting back to it, you know, everybody's going to be scoreboard watching, but there's also parts on the calendar, particularly late in the baseball season, where you say, all right, we're going to have a nice little easy stretch here. And look, it's still hard. Just because you're playing a bad baseball team, number one, you still have to win. But also at the same time here, you still have to carry over a few things. And what I mean by that is two out of three games is exactly the goal here, even when you're playing the Kansas City Royals. So when you take a look and say, all right, I expect a sweep. Two out of three is what you want. You can't lose the series, Kevin. You can't get swept by Kansas City because these are the moments on a schedule when you're in contention that you expect to gain in the standings. Now, you can look from an Astros perspective, like, whoo, at least we didn't lose anything here because the Ast- because the uh, athletics are going up against the Chicago White Sox. But from a psychological perspective, if you're the Astros, you're not taking a sigh of relief that you're still leading. You're actually upset because instead of two and a half, it should be maybe five and a half at this point to put some breathing room, Kevin, mm-hmm. once you get into September. And if you're somebody out there that took that plus money shot, better than plus 450, I believe, when we had brought it up on Oakland, to catch the Astros, and you just sat there at the same number, and you wonder if you missed your window of opportunity. It's certainly plausible. And yesterday, that athletics game, listen, I don't want to say it's every single time, but there are moments in a baseball game, it's second inning, and you can say, you know what, that team blew their chance. And in the very first inning, the Athletics went out there. They put runners in scoring positions, second and third, and they were not able to cash in. And then they came up in the third inning, and they loaded the bases with nobody out, which, Donnie, we are finding out is more difficult than ever, apparently, to cash runs in on. They did not cash runs in that spot there. And you knew it was always going to be such an uphill battle. They even had the benefit of Lance Lynn being tossed out of this game after four innings and still could only muster up two runs in this baseball game. Exactly. And, and I don't know if maybe the air has been deflated out of the Oakland Athletics here. You know, got a pitcher injured the night before. Didn't even show up basically in that game, getting shut out and beat down. Then you come back in this one. All right, let's see what we can do. But you are so correct here. Baseball, there is no time limit, but you know you have limited amounts of opportunities against good baseball teams, particularly with very good starting pitching and a very good bullpen, a good baseball team, and also when you're on the road like the Athletics. Bases loaded with nobody out, one single up the middle drives in two, and then a couple productive outs. You can have a beautiful inning, one double into the gap. Now you're setting yourself up for a victory at that point and continue the merry-go-round on the bases. It's so deflating for a baseball team, particularly, Kevin, early in the baseball game when you have a chance to seize the moment and don't actually do it, you see it play out a lot of times. The fact they only got two runs in that game, that is a travesty there. When the opportunities get up there, you need to cash in. What was it, in the first inning as well? Second and third, nobody out, no runs? I mean, you can't Mm -hmm. have that. You can't do that against a good baseball team in their own building. I want to bring up here as well, before we hit the break, we're going to talk some more Major League Baseball on the other side. I know the Rays are playing tremendous, and I know that they're putting up runs. And I don't, I'm not taking away from that. But this story has transitioned from Tampa Bay to Baltimore to me. They've lost 14 games in a row. They are, they've not covered the run line in any of the baseball games. And they are giving up now, Donnie, on average, over nine runs per game in this 14-game losing streak. Maybe the worst pitching stretch that we've ever seen for a full team in baseball history, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, it's a long rebuilding process that we're going to get here. But as you take a look at Tampa Bay, equal opportunity, as we like to say. Two to nothing, they're down the top of the first inning. Hey, Baltimore's going to show up tonight. It was two to two by the end of the first. Two more runs tacked on in the fourth. And then you get after that bullpen, three in the sixth and one in the eighth. It just compounds it. And some of us, Kevin, like myself, actually shocked that Tampa Bay only scored eight runs in this game because it feels like mm-hmm. everybody gets double digits against the Baltimore Orioles. The fewest that anyone has scored in this run was five runs. I mean, they are just getting blasted. We're talking more Major League Baseball on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. here on the early line on Sports Grid. Let's give you some more updates here from yesterday's Major League Baseball action. We'll turn it over to the Yankees-Red Sox series that finishes with a three-game sweep for the New York Yankees. Six consecutive wins, baseball's best record since the middle of July. They've just figured it out. They're just putting results up on the board right now. They're not mashing in an incredible way. They scored four runs within the first two innings, and the offense was just completely evaporated in what seemingly has been typical Yankee fashion. The bullpen was the most unreliable thing I'd ever seen. All of a sudden, now they're tremendous. But then Chapman came back in. He made the whole ninth inning an absolute debacle. Boston, though, is broken. I'll ask you this question, Donnie. A three-game sweep here for the Yankees. Is this more about them or Boston? I think it's more about the Yankees here because, again, you have to still win baseball games. You have to do things that maybe you're not used to doing, but the New York Yankees are going to just overpower everybody. But now you're getting good pitching all the way throughout, opposed to, excuse me, outside of Aroldis Chapman, where I have no idea what's going on. But that could be a hmm. major issue come playoff time or at least you know into the month of September when every game gets ratcheted up and you need your closer to come through in big moments. But also, how about Heaney last night? It looked like after the top of the first inning, when that home run leaves the ballpark in the upper deck opposite field to right field, he might have needed a police escort to get out of the building. Like, is this guy a plant? Did another baseball team <laughs> put him here on the Yankees just to ruin their series? But boy, or ruin their season. But boy, oh boy, did he turn it around here. A great pitching performance goes over 100 pitches. That's what you have to do. Isn't that why the Yankees went out and got Heaney? Like, hey, we don't need great performances, but just keep us in the ballgame. He did a lot more than that last night. A great win by the Yankees. Some clutch hitting here. And also... Aaron Judge, hey, we're paid to hit home runs here and get base hits, not walk three times if you catch my drift. Yeah, it certainly didn't help the people out there. There was a FanDuel boost, I know, last night, plus 400 for a hit in the first at bat. I don't know if those people felt better that he just walked all night long. (laughs) I'll just say this to help put into perspective what the Yankees are doing here because I feel like the Rays might be skewing it even a little bit because the Yanks are still five back of that team. But the Yankees are two back of the White Sox and one and a half of the Houston Astros. Like, if it wasn't for the Rays, we'd be looking at a Yankees team that I I, I honestly think would be neck and neck in terms of odds to win the AL East. They would probably be the second or third choice to win the American League overall. But the Rays have just continually put results up in such a tremendous way. I want to bring up one more team here, Donnie, from the wild card race in the American League. And that's the Toronto Blue Jays. I guess George Springer is actually the MVP of this baseball team. Recently heads to the IL. They go to Washington, and they lose both of those games. Although, to be fair, George Springer doesn't pitch. They gave up 20 runs over two baseball games against the Washington Juan Sotos. 
Exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up. So it's a nice segue to get into it because it almost seems like, hey, just pitch around Juan Soto and you can do damage against the rest of this lineup for your pitching staff, but not the case last night. You know, big mm-hmm. three-run home run by Josh Bell puts them into the lead. Kind of shocking because it's, you know, t- Toronto, as we I like to use the uh, moniker, roll your helmet out there and just beat these bad baseball teams, which is what everybody seemingly does to the Nationals. But for some reason, a powerful lineup comes into a hitter's ballpark, hot and muggy against a really bad starting pitching staff and a bad bullpen. They're putting up some runs here. When you get five, six, or seven runs, you should win in Major League Baseball, particularly against the Nationals. But an eight to five loss here again for the Blue Jays, looking to make some hay in the wild card race. Not able to do it, as we talked about previously with the Astros trying to extend their lead. That's when you do it against the Kansas City Royals. It almost feels like even though they lost one game, sometimes it feels like you lose two games because you're supposed to beat those teams, Kevin, and move up in the rankings, not down. Yeah, and for poor, and for, for uh, perspective here, Washington had won one game in their prior 13, and their last series win came in July, and it was against the Cubs. I, I mean, it, that is an awful, awful result there for the Toronto Blue Jays, but if you're like me, that then they missed the playoffs, couldn't be happier. Let's talk a little NL wild card race here. San Diego Padres swept, swept by the Colorado Rockies. Just the greatest home road team you will ever see. I've never seen anything like this splits. They are the worst team in the league on the road. They are one of the best teams in all of baseball at home this year. But also, Donnie, yeah, you were talking about this last night on radio. I can't believe the San Diego Padres have big ideas about being a legitimate contender and put Jake Arrieta out there on the mound. No, you're right. And there's there's two interesting, you know, veteran pitchers that were signed over the past week or two here. One being Cole Hamels, signed for a million dollars to pitch for or maybe make a couple appearances here for the Dodgers. He didn't even make it to the Dodgers before he said, my arm hurts. Thank you for the million dollars. And I'm going home. And the reason I bring that up is Jake Arrieta got blown away in Chicago for a bad baseball team. And the Padres fighting for their playoff lives. And I said, you know what's a good idea? Let's get Jake Arrieta and let's start him up there in Colorado in the thin air. Is there any surprise he looked terrible and also got injured in the baseball game? Talk about grifting here from pitchers that still think, but hey, if the money's out there and people will pay you to do a job, you are going to show up. What did they expect to happen in Colorado from a Jake Arrieta start? Exactly what they got, a loss. His two starts before that was one at Coors Field. He gave up nine hits and four earned runs and four innings of work. Then against Milwaukee, four innings, 11 hits, eight earned runs. And somehow they were like, hey, listen, like you think he got under control? He's like, yes, trust me. It can't go worse. And it legitimately went worse. Three and a third, seven hits, five earned runs. It is continue. He's just raising his ERA, and that feels impossible. It's up to a seven on the season. And the Padres have big ideas of contending. The one thing that helped them yesterday is a monster upset on yesterday's slate. There's just some bad timing on some of these losses out there, Donnie. The Reds, as like minus 350 favorites, can't seal the deal and drop a series to the Chicago Cubs. That is amazing stuff because, again, you're looking at teams that you're trying to jump, gain momentum, and get into the standings here. The Reds were coming in red hot. What an easy series against Chicago Cubs. They basically waved the white flag. They've lost a dozen games in a row. No way they can compete. And on back-to-back nights, it wasn't so much the pitching staff for the Reds, even though they got lit up for seven runs yesterday. The fact that, you know, back-to-back games, scoring, you know, one run, two runs, that's not what we're used to from seeing from the, the Cincinnati Reds, particularly at home in a hitter's ballpark. So some oddities, and yes, baseball does have ebbs and flows. It's 162 games. If you're supposed to beat every bad team on your schedule, there would be no casinos and no places to take your wagers because it would be a foregone conclusion. It's just shocking to see with the haves and the have-nots that we talk about now post-trade deadline and who should win. A team like the Cubs beating the Reds 7-1 to really makes you scratch your head. Truly, truly does. We have the opportunity to bring up the NL East here. The Braves... Six in a row. Freddie Freeman with a cycle yesterday. It was yesterday I had money down on their team total. And for anybody that you've ever listened to in play sports tonight, you'll know it doesn't take a lot for me to start to panic. Like, oh boy, man, three innings. We have nothing going here. And Donnie, as calm as you like, just goes, 
Long baseball game, Kev. Next inning, they immediately go out there. I mean, they put up four runs. They ended up getting to 11 runs. Their bullpen collapsed, and it didn't matter because they put so much up here on Miami. And the reality is they're doing what they need to do, this Atlanta team. Three games against the Marlins, sweep. Three games against the Nationals, sweep. And they right now sit in front of the rest of this division and are currently minus 195 to win it. No, and you're exactly correct here because when you take a look overall at the standings here, the Braves, three and a half games now up in the NL East and wasn't too far back there, Kevin, where they were getting shellacked in five and six games back and the Mets were going to win this division. So looking at this thing overall, they're in command. Could they be up five games on everybody by the time we get to September? Could be, Kevin. It really could be. It's incredibly impressive stuff there. I do have to bring up, though, what is not impressive, Donnie, because, again, if we're going to give Atlanta credit for beating teams that they're supposed to, I mean, you, you can't go to Arizona and lose two straight. You can't go to Arizona. You, you can't. That's, that's hard. Like, I know, the, I know the Mets are putting up some bad results there. The Dodgers and the Giants, okay, you got to pass. You can't go to Arizona and lose two straight if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. And not hit at all. I mean, the, 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 the team that had that eight-game win streak, all the good vibes in Philadelphia, pounding bad baseball teams. You step up in competition against the Dodgers, lose that series. You step up against the Reds, you lose that series. All right, let's get out of town. Let's play the Arizona Diamondbacks. Should be a couple of easy victories. When your offense doesn't show up, it doesn't matter how good your pitching staff is expected to be or your bullpen collapses. If you're scoring one and two runs, per se, against the Arizona Diamondbacks getting a full nine of bats. And keep in mind, as we were closing down the show yesterday, 941 was first pitch, and we're taking a look and say, all right, look at that. Philly's got one run in the first. They didn't score again to the eighth inning with a solo home run. It doesn't surprise me at this point. When you're taking a look at teams to win the NL East, once again, I'll say it, the one lineup every single night I expect to get base hits is Atlanta. Whatever you get out of the Mets and the Phillies is always a coin toss for me. And also, I think sometimes it, it, it's this simple. Atlanta this year, 34 and 27 on the road. The Phillies are 25 and 34. The Mets are 24 and 37. You got to be able to win outside of your ballpark. A trip to Arizona cannot be a series where you're like, yeah, hopefully we don't get swept. That's outrageous. That is so unacceptable. You, you, it, this cannot be a team that's like, hey, I hope we get Zach Wheeler on the mound today. They, you should absolutely, everybody beats Arizona. Everybody beats Arizona. I will say, though, Donnie, what a result for the Mets yesterday. And also, again, just to pull it back, did provide some good in-game opportunities if you're betting extra innings. Yep, plus 148 ticket there on the Mets. And we're saying, like, hey, you know what? Double down the line gets taken back. But you have that clutch home run in extra innings by Pilar. That was a really good win by the Mets. Not because they ended a skid, but just to stop the bleeding at that point here. And you finally got some clutch base hits. And as we were maligning the Mets for never hitting home runs outside of Pete Alonso, it was nice to see a ball leave the yard outside of Pete Alonso. Big time win for the Mets. And maybe that'll buoy them. But then again, Dodgers are on the horizon. Doesn't get any easier for the New York Mets. Also, by the way, the Cardinals have to want to never see this Milwaukee team again. Like, they had that game. They blew it in the ninth. They lose it in extras. If you want to know whether they're real or not, they are not. Schedule's still light, but they are not real. We're coming on back. We're talking Shohei Otani. How many home runs will we hit? We'll talk about it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. back right here on the early line on sports grid what does that mean you have to make sure you keep up to date with us on twitter why because you love us and we love you that's what they right i mean that's how it goes folks there make sure you follow us there at sports grid and at sports grid tv keep up to date with everything that we do have going on over on social media again all those follow backs that i've promised they're in the mail don't you worry about it follow us on twitter at sports grid at sports grid tv let's talk mvp let's talk shohei otani oh it's been a while since we've been able to do this i cannot wait he hit 40 home runs yesterday's 40th of the season Donnie, hot or not, Shohei Otani will hit 50 home runs this season. It's going to be a hot one here because if we're taking a look at the Angels, what's their goal for the rest of the season? Make the playoffs? Yeah, probably not. Win the division? Nope, it's going to be out of the picture. Get Mike Trout healthy because it means that he gets a couple of the bats in September? Probably not. Mike Trout's been out since May the 17th. Who knows when he's coming back, if at all. So if you are L.A., and yeah, you know, he's still on the back page here because the Dodgers are going to be charging towards the playoffs and stealing a lot of the thunder, the way you can get that back, Kevin, Shohei Otani getting 50 home runs. You already see it now. Hey, let's bat him third. Let's bat him fourth. Let's bat him second. No, no, no. Let's bat him first to get as many opportunities as possible. And what was interesting last night, he hit his 40th home run. How many baseball games left in the season for the Angels? You got that right. 40 of them. So if you do the quick math there, you got to hit a home run every couple games here because 10 home runs over 40 games, it sounds like it's doable, but that's still 10 home runs throughout the rest of the season to get 50. He does have the talent to do it. He will get the at-bats as long as he stays healthy. He's pitching dominant on the mound, so maybe it's even at the point here, Kevin, late in the season. Do you want to continue to have Shohei Otani pitching? I'm not going to say he's going to get hurt or, hey, wear and tear. He's got the whole offseason to sort of surround himself and get that arm back in for another season of 2022 when maybe that full lineup will show up. But I think the only thing that matters right now, the MVP in hand, get him the 50. That would be historical. It's absolutely hot. The only thing they have to do in L.A. is make sure Otani gets the 50 home runs. It's so important when you brought up there as well because and I got you got to give the Angels credit. They're like, listen, we know what's important here. They're batting him first. They're giving him as many opportunities as possible. And here's another reason why I think this is hot. He's hit three home runs over his last eight games. I think he's starting to heat back up at the plate. He had a 13-game stretch where he did not go yard. And for a guy with his power who was playing at the level that he was playing at, I think that was the slump, if you will, for Otani. And what a slump it was, right? Still tremendous pitching, still putting up good numbers at the plate. I think Otani is starting to heat up there. And at this point as well, just let him swing from the shoes. Who cares? I bet the Angels to make the playoffs. I'm going to lose that bet. It is what it is. I think he gets the 50 home runs. I think it's hot. He is so by far and away the MVP. I know we said that DeGrom could win at, you know, Cy Young if he didn't pitch again. I'd still vote for him. I guess they're not going to give it to him. Otani's done it everything, but let's keep him playing. Let's get the 50 home runs. You absolutely love to see it here. Major League Baseball remains on the docket, though, for hot or not. Sometimes we put these in and it's like, oh, I have a lot to say. Well, you know, or sometimes you know that Donnie has a lot to say. This is one of those where I know my role. I'll lob this year. I'll step back. It's not that I don't have thoughts, but this is something that Donnie has talked about a lot. Yesterday, a salary cap-ish proposal from Major League Baseball. A floor of $100 million, a luxury tax threshold checking in at about 180 Nothing solidified yet here, but simply put, Donnie, hot or not, this new salary proposal here is a good idea. 
it might be good for the players initially here because there's going to be more money in the pot, and that's what the Major League Baseball's Players Union wants. If you see each and every year, Scott Boris basically wants to sue the Miami Marlins and the Pittsburgh Pirates because they are not operating on a level that you should be operating on in Major League Baseball, which means you're actually trying to win games, not just balance the bottom line and use the system to your advantage. The system used to be a crutch. Hey, some teams are struggling. We have high-revenue teams, low-revenue teams. Let's help them out. But it also turned into where the Pittsburgh Pirates don't care if they win a single game. Matter of fact, it doesn't matter if anybody even gets in the ballpark at this point to see. You have the TV contracts here, and oh yeah, you're buoyed by other teams in Major League Baseball that are doing your sport a favor and trying to improve themselves and make playoff runs, and you are actually profiting off that. If you take a look at the NFL, Kevin, the salary cap structure, which is why the NFL has a lot of mediocrity, but that can be a good thing because you have a lot of teams vying for playoff position on kickoff, opening day, Look, a couple teams certainly aren't going to make it, but everybody feels in that top 15, hey, we have a legitimate chance to make the playoffs. Top 20 teams, a legitimate chance to make a run at your division championship and maybe a Super Bowl run or even win a playoff game. That's not the case in baseball. You open up on opening day and like five teams have a chance to win and nobody else has a chance. Now, the reason being is here is because we have a de facto salary cap with luxury tax. You can pay as much as you want as long as you go over that $200 or excuse me, $200 million threshold, whatever it is currently now in Major League Baseball. But everything you go over, you have to pay a tax. Now, the tax doesn't go into, you know, uh, big brothers, little brothers or some other things around Major League Baseball and you know, good in the community. We're going to rebuild homes. It doesn't. It goes to the pockets of the teams and the owners, like the Miami Marlins, who are not trying to win any baseball games. So the Marlins say, let's keep our payroll at $40 million. You know why? Major League Baseball is going to throw us another $20 million cash because of a bonus because the Dodgers and the Yankees are trying to win. This can't happen, Kevin, in Major League Baseball anymore. Raising up the floor I love, but penalizing everybody for doing that is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe it's going on. And ultimately, it does feel like maybe you're going to have to give a little to get a lot. The one thing that I will say about this is right now you have, in Major League Baseball, seven teams at a payroll of $180 million or more. The Dodgers, 267 An unbelievable payroll. But good for them. They're going for it. You only have, you only have 18 teams that are above $100 million. That is a lot of baseball teams that are going to have to make up ground. The Cleveland... The Cleveland future Guardians do not even pay $50 million in payroll here. Like, trust me on this. Whenever, If they get a sense of when this payroll is going to go into effect, there's going to be a lot of players that are going to try to line up being a free agent that offseason because all of a sudden, the Kansas City Royals can't just sit there and be like, oh, no, we're fine. It is, it is what it is. They're going to have to actually go out there and dish out some serious coin. We have NFL preseason football resuming today. The New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. We've talked a lot about some different things with both of these quarterback rooms. One thing that is noteworthy is we don't really have season-long props on either Cam or Mac because we don't really know who the quarterback is going to be definitively. I've decided to make the number here for a hot or not, Donnie. Cam Newton will throw more touchdowns this season than last season. He only threw eight touchdowns last season. I'm going to go hot on this one. And it's not because I like Cam Newton or even think, Kevin, he should be the starting quarterback over Mac Jones here for the New England Patriots. But just by default from what I see out of the Patriots camp, they like Cam Newton. He should start the season. He has way more weapons than he had last year. Now, it looked like he was throwing a shot put at times. I don't know how much more healthy his shoulder can be. And over the years, even with the Carolina Panthers, that elongated throwing motion that Cam Newton has certainly isn't beneficial to throwing a lot of touchdown passes. But he is going to be in the red zone. Let's just also say, Kevin, he only gets the, maybe the first four starts of the season and they hand it over to Mac Jones. Cam Newton is not going to be out of the equation in New England. When they get into the red zone, Kevin, he's probably going to be their quarterback. We see like Taysom Hill down in New Orleans or just, Mm. you know, random packages put in throughout the NFL with players who are good in the red zone that can run a little wildcat. So he's going to be able to rush in for touchdowns, which I know doesn't count towards his eight of what we're making up that, you know, theoretical number to try to get him over Mm. from last year. But he will be in. So let's just say over the first four weeks, he throws a total of four touchdown passes. He's still going to be involved in every red zone, you know, package that's going to to come in once they get a first and go inside the five. He might run a few in, throw a few in. He's going to be able to get over eight touchdown passes because I do believe he starts the season here for the Patriots. It, it's He threw for eight touchdowns and ran for 12 
like he started quarterback like all season long. That's so what a different quarterback Cam Newton is. But I have to be I'm a not. I don't know what's happened here, Donnie, but as we're getting closer and closer to the season, I'm becoming less and less a believer in Cam's long-term viability as the starter for this team. I don't know where I would set the over-under on weeks that Mac Jones enters the fold here for the New England Patriots, but it's sooner than later. We've talked about the odds right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook at plus 230 for Mac Jones to start week one. I don't hate if people play that price. I agree that it is still likely Cam Newton. We've seen that. But I just think that this team might as well move on to Mac Jones now. They're so different. Mac Jones is going to just provide a different dynamic to this football team. And you're better off seeing what you have. They don't have time to go out there and waste games. We just know that. And here's the other thing that we've heard. And again, we're going to expand on that Eagles game a little bit later. I haven't heard that the Eagles defense is bullying Mac Jones. Apparently, they're bullying Cam Newton. Right? I mean, check down Cam. Calling the guy a bum. I, I mean, it, it's like unbelievable that those are the reports coming out of those joint practices here. Don. And I know it, it's a very valid point, right, where you're trying to decipher between what you would do and what will happen. Because I know that you've, I think maybe are even on the side of maybe you as well would start Mac Jones, but you yes. feel like they will start Cam Newton. But I guess the question is, like, how long then, Donnie, do we actually think Cam Newton will be this team's quarterback this year? It, I mean, maybe we look again towards the Miami Dolphins last year and what Flores did. You know, hey, let's get a veteran quarterback in here. Let's buoy the football team. Let's get off to a decent start. Then let's hand it off to the kid to see what he can do. That seeming would make the most sense here. But also, you're talking about a Bill Belichick regime here. Everybody saw last year, Cam Newton could barely play quarterback. I mean, outside of people saying he was the MVP after week one because he you know, was running around, oh, Cam Newton's back, he's with the Patriots. And that sort of fell off relatively quickly over the next couple of weeks. But I know there's a lot of pride in that building that says, they don't think we can do it with Cam Newton. Watch me. I'm going to prove that I can do it with Cam Newton at this point. He's got all the rings in the world, so he's just out here proving like, hey, you don't think I can win with this guy? Watch me do it. How many times over the past couple years where, you know, we are fantasy football players, this kid, amazing at running back, this wide receiver performing dominant, and he goes, you know what? The guy got 25 carries last week. I'm just going to play with everybody. He's not even going to be active for the following game the very next week because he's not, quote-unquote, in my game plan despite running wild the week before or having a great, you know, outside game from a wide receiver or a tight end. Bill Belichick has been known to do those things. I just think he trusts Cam Newton more than a rookie at this point, and I know he wants to prove it. Cam Newton came back to the Patriots not to say I'm going to be a backup quarterback, but to see if he can resurrect his career now that he's healthy with a good football team, which last year, offensively, the Patriots weren't very good. So if I'm looking at a projection mm -hmm. here, they owe it to Cam. At least it feels like they owe it to Cam Newton to give him an opportunity, which means he's going to start the season. And if they're playing good football, he's probably going to stay in there. Eventually, though, this season, I think it gives way to Mac Jones. Absolute monster shout-out to Jonas Gray, though. I mean, how do you – 200 <laughs> yards on the ground, four total touchdowns, doesn't play the next week, one carry two weeks after that. That was an unbelievable scene. It's going to be very interesting to me to see when they think it might actually be time for Mac Jones to be this quarterback. Because something that you always try and line the schedules up, right, Donnie? We've, we've done this a number of times here. And their favorites in a lot of these early games, home, home game against Miami, at the Jets, I probably, and look, not monster favorites at home against New Orleans, at Houston, Home versus Dallas, your home versus the Jets again. At Carolina, I mean, is that a pick? Like, there's a lot of opportunities early on this schedule here. If they think Mac gives them the best chance to win, I don't know if realistically Cam Newton is going to be able to hold him off. We'll talk more about that game in hour number two. Coming on back, though, we're talking team names. The Presidents? The Brigade? The Commanders? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have one more left over, hot or not, and it involves the Washington football team, whatever they want to be called. They've listed out their final possible names here, Donnie, the Armada, the Presidents, the Brigade, the Commanders, the Defenders, the Red Hogs, the Red Wolves, and then, of course, making the cut here, still a viable option, Washington football team, hot or not, they should just keep the football team as their name. Yeah, that's an absolutely not on this one. So we're taking a look, Sam. We're going to pick a new name for our football team here, which, again, every team in the NFL is a football team. We're going to go away from the Redskins. We take that one away. We name our team the football team because we're not smart enough to come up with, over the next 48 hours, a team name like anybody in this business could find one that would be suitable and the fans would be happy with. So let's have a poll. Let's put it out for the Washington football team and see what we should have our new nickname. So you have the Armada, the Brigade, the Commanders, the Defenders, the Presidents, the Red Hogs, the Red Wolves, and the football teams. Let me get this straight. We're going to put a poll out to see what our new nickname is going to be, but we're going to include a non-nickname in that as part of our new nickname. It doesn't make any sense. I'm actually surprised it didn't come out and be like, hey, these are great names. We could be the Washington Dans. We can be the Washington Snyders. We can be the Washington Dan Snyders. That's maybe (laughs) half of the finalists here that can come up with it because those might even be better than just calling yourself a football team. How creative is that, right? Oh, I really like it. And the people after that say they should just keep the football team. Are you kidding me with this? There is a reason why every single team has a city name and a nickname, not a football team. Why don't they just call take the Washington away? Call them just football team and let's get it on. How about that? At the end of the day, one, Donnie and I solve this. Washington Monsters, be sponsored by Monster, flip the M upside down. It's too easy, free money. Also, I was made fun of this when I mentioned it at the time, but I was right because I'm always right. Washington Roses is perfect. People can say it's soft. I don't care. They'd have the best jerseys in the league. Everybody would buy the hats. Dave Sherapan would have like four different versions of it. It's the state flower, and you can't offend anybody. Donnie's offended by Washington football team, and honestly, I don't blame him. What a preposterous name. Washington Roses or Washington Monsters, certainly not the President's. Hour 2 is next. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.